Going on your first trip with students can be both exciting and a little scary. So on today's episode, we're going to give you some tips for your first time trip. Get up, get up. Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian here with Chase. Here we go. Get up. So as we talked in the last podcast about how we're kind of in the season of trips. Lots of them uh, coming up. Yes. I mean, again, so if you're a YFC, we've got either spring break trips or summer camp. If you're involved in the local church ministry, it could be, again, your own church camp, or it could be mission trips, things like that. Or spring retreat. There's a lot of those yeah, happening. Yeah, sure. So lots of different trips going on right now. We've got some insider tips today from some of our veteran leaders basically things we've learned along the way. Yeah. Because that we didn't do yeah, well. We've, we've not got them right. <laughs> Always. And so we're, we've we're, been on hundreds of these trips and we're still <laughs> figuring some of this stuff out. But I think some of the things that we want to offer today for first time trip goers, you're going to figure more stuff out as you go too. But man, these are things that I wish I would have known going into my first trip. Yeah. So today we want to kind of, um, I guess, talk about preparing for the trip, uh, talk about preparing physically, spiritually, and then preparing the stuff. And then we're going to give you uh, some ideas of things to focus on while you're on the trip. Yeah. So let's jump in prepping yourself physically. Now that's one that I honestly have never thought about going on a trip. Yeah. How do I prepare myself physically? Sure. Why is that important? And I do, I think a lot of people don't necessarily uh, focus on this, but my idea started a few years ago where I just realized we had one of our staff members got very sick. He was throwing up before we were going to climb on a bus for 20 hours. Oh no. And so, so yeah, so he got very sick. And so my idea, my thought was, man, I don't want to be that guy stuck in a charter bus bathroom for 20 hours was going to be absolutely miserable. <laughs> so I honestly, before a trip, uh, talk about preparing up myself physically and it kind of expanded outside of that. But I start taking vitamins, multivitamins. Airborne is one of my favorite ones. It's got a ton of vitamin C in it just to prepare your body so that boost that immune system, Yes, boost the immune system because you do not want to be sick. Uh, when you're on the trip or even in the, the ride to the trip, whatever that looks like. So start getting yourself healthy before the trip. So I think of things that I miss when I'm on the trip and sleep is one of those. Mm -hmm. Like I'm usually the last to bed, last to sleep and first one to wake up and get things ready in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I try and rest up as best I can that week leading up to a trip too. Yeah. So get some sleep. And then the, the last one I put on here is, is start thinking about cardio and exercise. Why would that be important, Chase? <laughs> this is hilarious because I got to a point, like I was kind of in shape through college. And then once I started at YFC, like I started going out to eat more often and exercising less, you know, I was sitting around more. And I remember I was on a trip and we were playing capture the flag and I was like almost dying. Like my heart hurt, <laughs> my lungs were burning. And I'm like, man, I am so out of shape for this. Like I can't even talk to a student right now. So just start to think of like, what kind of things am I going to be doing on this trip? Sometimes they're pretty physically demanding. And we're not saying we need professional athletes no. on these trips, but um, <laughs> consider where you're going, what you're going to be doing, um, and maybe prepare yourself a little bit physically in that way. So being a little up on your game is going to be helpful. Again, you don't need to run a marathon before, but maybe just start to prepare yourself a little bit before the trip. So <laughs> prepare yourself physically before the trip. I think probably more importantly, though, you need to start to prepare yourself spiritually. Yeah. And again, that's not one we 
commonly think about. We just, hey, we're going to go on this trip and it's going to be great. And I'm going to get to know some kids, right? But these trips can be taxing. Mm. Like you aren't going to sleep as well as you would at home, probably. You are going to be doing things that you don't normally do at home. Um, and so your body's going to be tired, but that takes a spiritual toll on us too, because it, we engage in conversation with kids. And when we're physically tired and we're not spiritually prepared, uh, we may uh, not know how to handle situations appropriately. We may not know uh, where to point students uh, to get the help that they need because we're not in that place spiritually. So I would say, you know, spend some time with the Lord, like even more so leading up to a trip and just make sure your heart and your spirit is right before you step out into that place. Yeah. So, so after you start to prepare yourself physically, then spiritually, then you can do all this stuff. And again, if you're, you're a ministry leader or you're a volunteer, you might not have as many responsibilities, but try to anticipate or ask what kind of things you should know while you're on the trip and then start to know those things before the trip. So I just think of like, students' cell phone numbers um, or emergency contacts, things like that. If you can plug those into your phone, if you can get those ahead of time so that when you're on the bus ride there or when you're down there, you don't have to worry about what happens if I lose this kid or what happens if right. I need to call this kid's mom because he's having an allergic reaction. If you have those things prepared ahead of time, it's going to make it a lot less stressful while you're on the trip. For sure. Um, and then we get into your stuff. What to pack? And most of, if you have a good trip leader, they're going to give you a good packing list sure. of things to bring. But that, even the best packing list I've ever seen, have left off some things that I felt like I've needed to have with me on trips like this. So one of those might be airborne that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, you know, you're stuck in a van or a bus or a car with kids that may be hacking like I've been doing for three <laughs> weeks, right? Um, so you want to think about some of that because it's not going to show up on the packing list. But Chase, give us a couple of the things that maybe you've learned along the way that you always pack. Sure. So one thing I always try to pack is is snacks to share, right? I, I don't snack a whole lot during the week, but when I go on a trip, I love to bring snacks. Um, but bring enough for students because, you know, you can- And you're the hero. Yeah, you're the hero. You can connect with students through <laughs> their stomachs, right? So I always get like a big <laughs> bag of M&Ms because everyone loves M&Ms and we eat a couple. And so therefore students are coming to you. Another one I always do, I always keep this in my bag. I've got a bag that I take on every trip is I have an extension cord and a power strip. Okay. Why? <laughs> because everybody <laughs> has a cell phone. There's only one outlet in the room and it's nowhere close to your bed. Right, right on. So, so your phone is going to be across the room on the floor with somebody else's stuff. So I always bring an extension cord so I can get it closer to my bed and, and then a power strip so that everyone else can charge their phone at the same time. Brilliant. Yes. So that's been really good. Extension cord, power strip. Hero uh, number two, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. You bring snacks and you bring, you know, yes. you're a superhero. Yes. Maybe that's it. Because then everyone's going to say my leader is the best. You know, he right. brought me snacks. I get to charge my phone. Again, that deepens the relationship. And that's what it's all about. Yes. And then Being the best. <laughs> you want to be the hero. I feel like we're back to bad, uh, bad small groups. Uh, you put the next one in there, Brian. Uh, yeah, I put earplugs in there. Um, cause I'll just say this, like when I sleep, I don't know if I snore, mm -hmm. I might be bothering everybody else in the room, but when I try and sleep, I know when other people are snoring yes. and that's one of the reasons I don't sleep well on these trips. Um, and so I always pack a pair of earplugs. I don't always use them, but always have them mm. just in case I'm not putting that on a packing list but I always have them just in case. Again, you might not get a lot of sleep. So the limited time you have to sleep, you want to make sure that you can sleep. Absolutely. So earplugs and right along with that, I always bring my own pillow. 
That's a good one. Yeah. I can't sleep on anybody else's pillow. Yeah. So not only that, but like usually if there is a pillow there, whether it be a camp or something like that, it's like half an inch thick, right? It's this tiny little pillow or even the bus ride down. You always wish you had something to lay on. So I have my pillow that I like that I know I can sleep well on. Um, that's just kind of one of those personal comfort things that I always bring my own pillow. Yeah, that's a good one. I do the same thing and I know real quick. When I'm in the van and I go, oh, shoot, <laughs> I forgot my pillow. I'm not going to sleep this week, but I got my earplugs. Yay, there right? you go. Um, so other things we didn't list here, but things to think about as you're preparing, like if you're going in the summer, take bug spray. If you're going to mm. be outside, you know, take sunscreen. sunscreen. That's mm -hmm. something students forget all the time. So if you have a big bottle of sunscreen, yes. that's great. Um, even if that's on the packing list, they're not bringing it. Right. Right. So um, just think ahead a little bit as you prepare and pack your stuff. So we've talked about preparing for the trip. Now let's talk about what to expect on the trip. This is your first trip. You just get off the bus, get out of the van. What can I expect now as a first time trip leader? Yeah, I think one of the most important things to think about as a leader is to just be all in. Um, the students are going to kind of model and reflect your attitude. And so if you are excited, if you're engaged, if you want to be there, they're going to reflect that as well. And so remembering why you're there, I think a lot of times, you know, if you're you're serving on a mission trip or project serve or, or at camp, you can get tired and, you know, start to complain and, and think about those things in your own mind. You might not say them out loud, right? But at least if your mind's there, students will pick up on that. So keep reminding yourself, like, I'm here to serve. I'm here to be Jesus. I'm there too, so that people can see what Christ's love looks like through me. Um, so keep that in mind. And then I also wrote on here, keep smiling. Um, yeah. I smile a lot. Um, and so I think that's really encouraging to a lot of people when they see that somebody else is just happy and smiling and, and wants to be there. Yeah. And you laugh a lot too. That's I do. one of the biggest comments we get about this <laughs> podcast is, is your laugh. So I do appreciate that. And I do think students get encouraged by it. Um, one of the things I would say that I've added to this list is look for opportunities to engage in conversation, mm. meaning that there are a lot of, there's a lot of downtime on these trips. So you're not in programming, you're not doing this, or you're not doing that, or you may not have a specific responsibility. Great opportunity to engage students in conversation when maybe they're not really expecting it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really easy in those times um, as leaders, that if you've never been on a trip to go, oh, I don't have anything to do. I'm just going to go lay down in my cabin. Right. Right. But those are great times to, to engage in conversation with students just because they're free to talk. And so are you. Exactly. So right along with that, I had on here, keep your eyes open to what else is going on. And I have to focus on the else because I feel like a lot of times there's something going on, whether it be a big game or a speaker's talking or something like that. And as a leader, I think it's really important to kind of kind of look around you and just take an inventory of the students. Who's there? Who's not there? How are they reacting? You know, if there's a student that's that's not engaged in the game, go over there and talk with them, have a conversation with them. Or, or if there's a speaker um, up there giving a talk and this student is... Um, much more emotional maybe than than they should be or than everyone else is in, in the room. And so to keep your eyes open, to continue to look around, like just be aware of what else is going on. Yeah, I, that's really good. And I think that goes along with my next one um, of just if you see a need, meet a need. And so there's a game coming up and I know my leader's freaking out because they forgot the pool noodle they need for this game. Yeah. I think I know where that's at. I'm going to go get it, right? Mm -hmm. Don't wait for someone else to, to jump in and do something. If you see a need, you can meet a need. It could be really simple things. Yeah, your room ran out of toilet paper. You could ask somebody, hey, this room needs toilet paper. You can go find toilet paper. Uh, man, if you see a need, meet a need. I love that one. And then the last one I added is just take care of yourself. 
Like this goes back to the beginning of preparing for the trip physically and spiritually and emotionally. While you're on the trip, you're going to be tired. You're going to be worn down. You're going to have likely some hard conversations with kids that are sharing some things that are happening at home. And you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, and so you're going to need times to pull away. And so we would encourage you to be wise about that. Don't pull away yeah, just because you got don't take some a downtime. three hour nap in the afternoon. <laughs> right. But it may just be get up 15 minutes before mm anyone else in your cabin and just spend some time in the word or spend some time in prayer or go for a short walk right after lunch. Mm -hmm. You know, if yeah. students are engaged in something um, that you can just pull away for just a couple of minutes and recharge your batteries and refresh your spirit because you know, you're going to jump right into something else and you need, you need some time. So to wrap up this episode, if you're considering going on a trip and have not yet said yes, hopefully this episode will help kind of ease some of your thoughts. If you have already decided to go on this trip, take some of these tips with you. And if you've come up with some of your own, we'd love to hear from you. So jump on our Facebook page, The Ministry Leader Podcast. Let us know what is some of the, the best advice you received or what's some good tips that you can give to first-time leaders. Get up, get up. Thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast. As always, we would encourage you to visit our Facebook page. And as Chase said, we'll post some questions on there. And we would love to hear from you. So ear club, ear clubs, ear clubs. Wow. That's that something thing? different. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds painful.